treatment is here. Visit cityofhope.org OC to learn how City of Hope is innovating cancer research and treatment here in Orange County. Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle Kimos, you'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Hi, this is Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota, and if you're looking for an easy, hassle-free way to buy a car, South Bay Toyota is the place for you. Simply pick the vehicle of your choice, receive your price up front, and you're driving home. It's that easy at South Bay Toyota, located at the 405 Freeway and Western Avenue. Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, HaluualohaGardenAndKitchen.com or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Hey everybody, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better 24-7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena and greater LA area for more than three decades. Call now at 626-448. 6455 mention thoroughbred la radio and save 10 percent off your total invoice western rooter the best in the west live nighttime racing at los alamitos is in full swing every saturday and sunday with action-packed thoroughbred racing and thrilling quarter horse racing every night and as always los alamitos features night racing's best bets like our early and late pick fours. Last Sunday night, the early pick four pool had a pool of over $190,000, while the late pick four had a pool of more than $160,000. And remember, Los Alamitos still offers the $10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. Our total pick six pools average over $60,000 each racing night. Enjoy the best of big time simulcast racing at Los Alamitos with luxury filled indoor seating locations in the beautiful Vessels Club. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Burgard Sports Bar with a large wagering area and wall-to-wall big-screen TVs. We are all about the horse players. It's a new meet at Los Alamitos, but great racing is always here, Saturday and Sunday nights at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. 
Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800 or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. There they go. O'Hara lost the rider. Native diver is going to the front. Gamely and rising market nose and nose. And Gamely is the winner by a nose right. It's Thoroughbred Los Angeles, hosted by Mike Wilmot. Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by world-class racing at spectacular Santa Anita, just east of Pasadena in Arcadia. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. By Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, taken from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota Orange. South Bay Toyota and Villa Ford of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By the luxurious Halu Aloha Garden and Kitchen overlooking the majestic Kona Coast on the island of Hawaii. Visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and make your reservations now for the event of a lifetime. By the Rags and Sheets. Get past the obvious and get the information you need to win. Get the rags and sheets. Buy the Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own and breed in California. By Legacy Ranch, where stands California's big three, Clubhouse Ride, Mr. Big, and Straight Fire. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call my buddy Steve Johnson and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. By the La Meridian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia, just across the street from the Great Race Place. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. Now, here's Mike Quillman. Thank you, Leilani Mabri, and a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Hey, some great news right here at the top. We are up and running today at Santa Anita, uh, including on the grass. We've got an eight-race card. We get underway at 12.30 this afternoon, three races on turf. Everything's good to go. And our main event at a mile and one-half on the grass, that's the $100,000 Astra. And uh, last year's winner in the lineup in Duvet Day, she is uh, the Coast's second choice, along with Lakota Spirit at 5-2. to two. Linda's gift with solid recent form for Richard Mandela. And Mandela, boy, he is really having a good meet. Finished up strong last year. <clears throat> he is one behind Phil D'Amato in the stakes one uh, category uh, with three stakes wins. 
Phil, uh, a solid win in yesterday's La Cañada with the Arizona bred Desert Dawn uh, on top in, in the stakes one department among trainers with four wins. Uh, speaking of trainers, a tight three-way dead heat atop the standings with overall wins. Steve Knapp, Phil D'Amato, Mark Glatt, all with nine wins. And Flavion Pratt with a riding double yesterday. He draws dead even with Juan Hernandez at 18 apiece. They are three up on Antonio Frasso. So while we do face very, very significant challenges statewide at Santa Anita, primarily with inventory, purses, uh, we came into the meet with a purse cut that was taken out of the stake schedule, and we're looking probably at more. There was a momentous CHRB meeting this past Thursday in Sacramento, and uh, it, you know it's it's going to be a long shot to keep racing going there on a full time basis uh, moving into the future. We'll be talking about that at length throughout the show today. But uh, anyway, we've got good conditions today at Santa Anita, and hoping for good things. Now I mentioned uh, a purse cut coming into the meet that was necessitated by a $4 million uh, purse overpayment uh, coming into this meet, and it is estimated, it was discussed at the CHRB meeting, this is very likely to hit $6 million by June. That'll necessitate an additional purse cut. Del Mar in, in, in very similar shape. You think about it, they've got a seven-week boutique meet in the summer, short meet in the fall, but they've got a $2.1 million shortfall in terms of purse overpayment. So a very, very serious how do you address that? Well, you can cut purses, but when you do that, you're not going to bolster handle. The only way to get that money back is to get the handle up. And, you know, in talking to so many people, we're looking for reasons that I don't think any of us have. Because it, it, the question is, is this overdraft situation uh, now becoming, uh, you have the specter of it being unrecoverable. Because when you cut purses... That doesn't help the quality of racing. You're not going to be attracting more horses, so on and so forth. Anyway, a lot to talk about. Weather top of mind in New York today. Uh, Aqueduct has canceled. Current uh, temperature there in Ozone Park, New York, 22 degrees, but the sun is out. No racing today. Let's get back to Saratoga Springs. Say hello to Jonathan Hardoon. Hey, John, good morning. How are you? Good, Mike. How are you? Doing well. I've uh, got issues. First of all, let's talk about the weather and what's going on there at the, at the Big A. Yeah, well, it's 22 degrees, but with the wind chill, it's a lot colder than that. It's in the single digits, and it's just too cold to go. It's uh, it's a beautiful day. The sun is shining. Yeah. There's no rain or snow in sight, but it's just bitter, bitter cold out. And uh, they decided to cancel at uh, 7.05 your time, which was 10.05 mm-hmm. our time. At least Friday, when they canceled for Saturday, they did it the day before, but... We weren't so lucky today. They stretched it out. I guess they tried to wait as long as they could, and uh, it's a no-go for today. So we're going to be challenged and play out-of-town tracks. You know, it's cold, and you're talking about frozen ground, John. Um, Tough, tough call. You know, uh, you'd like to be able to run for so many reasons, but I get it. Uh, They're going to carry a stake race over, is it from yesterday or today to next weekend? From today, they're going to run it next yeah. Sunday. The Regal Park, which was scheduled to go today, will be run next Sunday at Aqueduct. It's hey, hey, to warm up this week, so uh, yeah. 
you know, we should be, the bad weather should be behind us for a while. I checked with our race secretary, Jason Egan, before coming on air, and he says we're good to go today. Might have, he said, a couple of showers, but it's going to be minuscule. We got very lucky yesterday, so knock wood. Uh, we're going to be good right through eighth race post time today. And, you know, speaking of yesterday's racing, I mentioned Desert Dawn, the Arizona bred, taking the La Cunada. Ridden for the first time by Flavion Pratt, according to our line maker, John White, she got a 92 buyer speed figure. I got to say, John, going in, I, 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 I didn't, I just couldn't fault Hector Berrios with his, his ride at Los Alamitos. Uh, but yesterday, watching Pratt, he had her into the bridle, and uh, I mean, she just overwhelmed the favorite, turning for home midnight memories. A huge effort. She's been knocking down a lot of money, but had not won since the Grade Two Santa Anita Oaks. Eleven starts back, but it was uh, it was uh, all smiles and, and a win picture yesterday for the Arizona bred for the owner breeders H and E Ranch. Uh, quite a story, really. A five year old mare. Well, she ran very well, and she really looked like a winner. Uh, certainly, when they turned for home, she just put them away. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it was certainly practice. Did nothing wrong, but I, you're right. I don't think Hector Barrios did anything wrong either. But listen, she showed up yesterday, and uh, she really put it to them. And uh, no excuses for anyone in the race. She just was clearly better than them. First time with Pratt yesterday, and he, he pointed out. I went down, and got got some quotes, and he had worked her twice. I think that's a big key. He had some confidence going in there. She'd been kept uh, keeping very good company. So, you know, Phil, Phil D'Amato, despite the fact he's no longer able to get his mail out there on the training track because it's still under construction, <laughs> he's still kicking ass. You know, I mean, he's just doing an absolutely amazing job. Uh, the highest buyer of the day yesterday came early, race one. Bob Baffer with a first-time starter. There was a lot of buzz out off at 4-5. to five. And boy, did he run to it. Mamum with Juan Hernandez up uh, in his six furlong debut as a newly turned three year old, won by seven and a half lengths, uh, six and a half furlongs in 115 and two. The interior three quarter split, John, 109 flat. And again, a 94 buyer, according to John White. How good is he? And the, the other question immediately that comes to mind is who's he going to go to? Because we've got this ridiculous thing still in place where. Bob is not going to be allowed to, to take anybody to the Derby again here in 2024. Yeah, well, they have eight days to decide. And I can guarantee you Zenden is not going anywhere. They're probably just going to pass the Derby. And uh, how good is this horse? Well, you know, are we yeah. supposed to be surprised when we see Baffert and Zenden send out a horse like this? No, they do it all the time. And uh, that's just another one and another bullet in his holster. I didn't look it up myself, but I was told yesterday this horse sold as a yearling first time for fifty thousand. Pin hooked back, two year old in training at Ocala last March, nine hundred thousand. John, that's a nice game. <laughs> yeah, when you can huh? do that, that work that works if you do it. Yeah, we don't hear of all the horror stories. Uh, no, you don't. That they sell for fifty and resell for eight. So <laughs> that's a good one. But, <laughs> Yeah. I can give you some of those stories if you want. But you know, my first kind of up close and personal experience with that sort of thing, Wayne Lucas had a had a horse uh named Louisiana Slough. If you remember this horse, mid eighties. I think this is nineteen eighty four, I was at Del Mar. He had been consigned by Tom Gentry and sold, I think, as a yearling for one point nine million. And uh I happened to be sitting at Del Mar right behind Gentry 
and some other people. Lucas wasn't in that immediate area. But he broke his maiden that day, I think in 11 and change, and Tom turned around, you know, hey, that was really something. And I'm thinking, I didn't know that much. And I'm thinking, I didn't think it was that good. And turns out, I don't know if he made 200000 I don't think so. But there's way more stories that way than there are with <laughs> the one like Maimon yesterday. That's the whole point. You're right. Was that for Eugene Klein, by the way? I don't remember. Uh, no, it was for a, a, a Louisiana state senator. And, oh, okay. and that's why they named the horse. I think it was Louisiana Slough, I believe. It's been a long time. Anyway, John, we digress, as we quite often do. Uh, you said on air yesterday you were kind of on a vacation with so many tracks not operating. Where are we going to go in hour one? South Florida? Yeah, we're going to go to Florida, look at the ninth race today. It's a mile and an eighth on Tapita, and I like the number one horse in here, Possible Mente. Possible Mente is a four-year-old gelding from the Darren Rodriguez barn. This horse tried Tapita last time and actually ran very, very well. He has the advantage of breaking from the inside. I like the rider switch to Javier Castellano. He's listed at 7-2 on the morning line, full field of 10, so we should get the price. I like number one. Possible Mente to win today's ninth race out at Gulfstream. And listed post for that, John, uh, 406 Eastern. Now, we're going to have you on uh, on the back end of Hour 2, but any comments just on the general situation, John? I don't know if you were listening or if you checked the archive of the CHRB meeting, but obviously, I mean, my heart goes out to those Northern California horse folks uh, through no fault of their own. Uh, it would appear they're, they're going to be pretty much disenfranchised in the not-too-distant future with Golden Gate set to close uh, in, in June. To me, there are very valid concerns about the, the breeding industry here statewide because so many cowbreds end up running up there in the north. They just can't cut it down here. Uh, I think there is a very good likelihood that we're going to get a situation where Los Alamitos can go ahead and card uh, cheaper thoroughbreds at longer distances. Now they're limited to four and a half furlongs. But if they can run, say, a mile, mile and a sixteenth and so on, I, I think that's a, a viable option for those kind of cheaper horses that had been up there. But still, when you're talking about people, it's a tough situation, John. Uh, I, I, you know... Whether or not that many of them are going to be able to come down here, there, there's a lot that goes into those those logistics. That's a problem, Mike. It's not only the horses; it's all the it's all the even the, the tellers at the track. Everybody's yep. involved here. What are, everyone's just supposed to pick up and move. It's not so easy. It's not so cheap, and not everyone could afford it. And it's no. really a horrible situation. And I don't know the answer. I don't know if anyone knows the answer, but it is a total mess. And and the entire state. The whole racing is in major yeah. trouble here. We say it all the time, but guess what? It's really here now, and somebody has to figure out a way to address this problem. Yeah, what what the proposed answer is at this time is John contraction, you know. And uh, I think it was maybe Bill Nader that said, and he very articulate, thought he did a great job, uh, you know, on behalf of the TOC and the industry. Stating that if this does does go through, where the the northern simulcast money will now be, you know, the southern tracks will be the host tracks, that would bring about eight point five million down here. But that would not help the purse deficit. That would just go to try and keep things the way they're going right now, chipping away at these deficits. That that's a different situation, another kettle of fish, if you were. 
How did that get out of hand? Who? How? How, well, how did they overpay without anyone noticing? Well, now, John, th- that's something that uh, I think some other folks are going to have to drill down on. I've been told things. Uh, it, it, obviously, not very prudent fis- fiscal approach, but. Uh, We'll, we'll see. By the way, I've got Janine Sahadi on behalf of the Ed, Edwin J. Gregson Foundation coming on top of the next hour. She might have some thoughts on that and some other things. She's appearing today at the behest of Eddie Delahousse, who's been very active himself with the Gregson Foundation. And he said, you know, Jean, Janine's got a lot of ideas, and uh, I think people need to hear her. And, and I agree with Eddie. Can't wait to get Janine on top of the next hour. Anyway, John, let's revisit your best play. Goldstream Park, ninth race. Uh, it'll be number one, Possiblemente. And uh, post time for that one again at 4.06 Eastern. Tell us about the website, J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Three best plays, $10, four cards, $25. Today we have Goldstream, Santa Anita, and uh, what else? <laughs> Goldstream, Santa Anita, I guess. Perfect. Everything else is closed. We're hey, speaking of Santa Anita and Gulfstream, I meant to mention this. John, I don't know if you've been getting involved in this uh, low takeout $1 first coast-to-coast pick it. five. I love it. It's a great day. It, it is. At three winning tickets yesterday, each ticket worth $221,555. Now, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, by the way, again, yesterday... Santa Anita and Fairgrounds. They raced on top of each other for most of the cards. It's mm. ridiculous. There weren't that many tracks running yesterday. It was like they were in a war with each other. People could not have been happy watching that. So I don't know who's in charge, but whoever is, they should really fix the problem. They're only costing themselves money. Mm. I'll be honest. I, I, I don't mean to duck that, but I, I was not aware. I, I had groups out and was up and down. Well, I'm not all, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Obviously, you're, you're not pulling the switch. But no, no. You know what, John? If I'd have been aware of it, it had been rectified right away. You know that. Of course. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, John. Thanks so much. We'll get you back an hour too. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. You bet. Uh, playoff football, top of mind. Let's get up to the South Point and say hello to my man Dan Sanchez up there in in the sports book. And he'll shift over to the race book later today. Hey, Dan, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Mike. I'm very good, although a little bit like San Francisco today in the Valley. We have got rain. Yeah. Well, I, I know you were high on Dallas last week, but maybe, just maybe, the Cowboys can take a little solace in seeing what the Packers did again last night. I mean, they very well could have won that game up there in Santa Clara. That, that, that's a really good football team, and they came close. That was a hell of a game. You have to wonder how Green Bay does it year after year. They hand off Aaron Rodgers, and here comes Jordan Love, and yeah. it's like they never miss a beat. They're all a homegrown. You know, there's no owner in Green Bay. It's a fan-based uh, organization, and they do things their way and they get results it's you know you got to take your hats off to green bay for what they did last night how about team speed i mean they're doing a job at the draft these guys are young fast flying all over the field and brock purdy to be honest he he really didn't look very good early but they put it together late you got to give it to them uh they were very efficient when it counted at the end but uh green bay that that's their win over the Cowboys was no fluke, Dan. Absolutely not a fluke. And um, 
you saw a few cracks in Jordan Love last night. He threw behind receivers quite a bit last he night. He did. And in the end, it cost him. Brock Purdy stayed with the program. He didn't, uh, you know, get out of his lane, and they pulled it out because the game plan, their defense got him there. Uh, but Jordan Love is just going to be really, really good. I don't know if he's going to be better than C.J. Stroud. Um, it's going to be really fun yeah. to watch those two grow in the NFL. Yeah, you know, Love made that very ill-advised throw there with, I mean, the clock winding down inside 12 seconds, rolling right, desperation across his body. You know, hey, that's after the fact, but uh, yeah, it's a, phenomenal talent. And Purdy was lucky he didn't have two picks early, really. Oh, Purdy yeah. should have had two picks, right? for sure. For yeah. sure. For the one... Well, the one was a for sure drop. The other one was a little mistimed. It could have been, but the, the one for sure, and he had a chance for a second one. Yeah, he didn't play his best early. Okay, that's turf history. Let's get to today. The early game in Detroit, the Lions, uh, I'm looking at them minus 6.5 against Tampa Bay, and then tonight this should be epic. Buffalo at home, a 2.5-point favorite against the defending champs, Kansas City Chiefs. Your thoughts? Um, the Lions, uh, we currently have them at six, so you don't have to lay that hook. Uh, I think the Lions watched last night and uh, hopefully realized that you have to play all 60 minutes because if Green Bay had, you know, let's say Detroit wins, I think they should win covering six points. I don't know. But, I mean, Green Bay played every minute of that game, and you have to do that in these playoffs. You can't let Manziel have any time because they, they can pull a miracle out. Just Baker, Baker, anybody. Mayfield, not Manziel. That's He's a, out of yeah, football. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. He's at a uh, blackjack Mayfield. table, that guy. <laughs> but uh, the point is saying that you, know, you can't give up uh, anything in a playoff game. You have to be circumspect. And I think the Detroit crowd um, is going to keep their, uh, as you know, you wave the whip in front of the horse there. I think that's what uh, – the Lions fans are going to do for Detroit is keep their mind on business. I think Detroit wins this game. However, I don't think they cover six points. Okay, so for you, the play is uh, Tampa Bay plus six. What about Buffalo tonight? I think you should get a bowl of popcorn, your friends, your family, your (laughs) loved ones, your dog, sit in the living room and enjoy that football game because it is it should be just, as you say, epic. I mean, in, in every sense of the word, these words get thrown around. But this is Kansas City coming to Buffalo. Finally, the Bills get them at home. And you just want to – and right now, I would say Buffalo is the better trending team. Um, Kansas City righted itself against a mediocre Miami team. If it was 80 degrees and sunny, I still think Kansas City wins that game going away. Buffalo is improving. Josh Allen is finding his groove. I, because I won't take, I really don't want to pick this game, but there's only two games in here. I will take the Buffalo Bills minus the two and a half. Mm -hmm. I think they get the monkey off the back. I think they're in a position to win where Casey, I mean, you just look at the year, and I don't think they've got a magic switch that Patrick Mahomes can just suddenly put it all together. And, you know, it's not in a dome. This is, you know, you're going to actually knock down, drag out football against the Buffalo Bills, which Kansas City is no stranger to. But the Bills, I think, are just in a better place, except for, of course, a very battered defense. 
but I think they still managed to patch that up. Well, I, I'd be inclined to agree. If I, if I had to play the game, I think I'd lay the two and a half. But when you got Patrick Mahomes with all the money down, how many times have we seen this guy? He's an absolute warrior. Uh, he'll get hurt, go into the tent, comes out. He will not. He will not leave the field. And, I mean, he's just money. No question about it. Looking forward to two great games today. Folks, get up to the South Point and uh, make your reservations now. Toll free at 866-788-RACE or 866-788-7223. And say hello to Steve Johnson in Race and Sports. Or Actually, he's in both, along with Dan Sanchez. You guys should be wall-to-wall today, Dan. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, Mike. Thanks so much. You bet. We'll step aside. Coming back strong with John Lindo, then Orlando Gutierrez. Uh, they had to cancel last night, but they're up and running tonight at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Folks, this is Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM830, the home of the Angels, and on the Angels radio app. Radio. AM 830. Here at David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange, we are here to help. We're open for sales and service and with hundreds of vehicles to choose from, we are ready to assist you. And remember, you can get into that brand new Ford that you've always wanted without leaving the comfort of your home. Visit us at VillaFord.com to buy or lease your next car with great upfront pricing and a 100% online experience. Great financing and big retail enhancements on Ford Fusion and all popular Ford SUVs are available now. Check our website for tremendous pricing and financing on all Ford products, including America's best-selling vehicle, the F-150 pickup truck. David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange. Call or click today at 714-509-5615 or visit us at Villa Ford of Orange. Fans, the top jockeys, the top horses, they are all here at Santa Anita this winter. First post time on Sunday is at 12.30 p.m. and our main event is the $100,000 Astra Stakes for older fillies and mares at a marathon mile and one half on turf. Don't forget to join the party on all Fridays as we offer free parking and admission as well as $3 beers and $5 margaritas. And be sure to mark next Saturday, January 27th on the calendar as Gulfstream Park will host a tremendous day of racing highlighted by the $3 million Pegasus World Cup Invitational. Horse players, check out our new wagering menu that includes the traditional pick six with a $1 minimum and the $1 coast-to-coast pick five, which combines races from both Gulfstream Park and Santa Anita with a low 15% takeout. Additionally, our popular $3 all-turf pick three is back, and we've got bigger payouts with $1 trifectas and rolling pick threes. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. 
Wide Open Bar and Lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. Attention Inland Empire Racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room. 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Hello, I'm Alan Mosna, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. Welcome back. Hour one, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Hey, folks, quick word about my good friends at Western Rooter, uh, family-owned and serving the San Gabriel Valley and beyond for 40-plus years now. Uh, personal experience, this past Monday, we ran. It was Martin Luther King Day at Santa Anita. Everything going good at the cave, getting ready to go, some, you know, idle chores and so on. Taking a shower, realized the water is uh, not draining. 
So, who do I call? Western Rooter, the best in the West. I'm telling you, they were out there within 90 minutes, and they got things done uh, within an hour. Very, very reasonable, and I really mean it, folks. Mention Thoroughbred LA when you call Western Rooter. You get 10% off, and uh, tell them that uh, you heard about it right here on Thoroughbred Los Angeles again. A Western Rooter owned by John and Larry Batala, along with Mike Glenn. They do an absolutely phenomenal job. That number to call if you've got any plumbing needs, commercial, residential, what have you, 626 988 6376. Western Rooter. The best in the West. Let's get down to Carlsbad right now, and we say hello to John Lindo. Hi, John. Good morning, Michael. How you doing? Good. Looking forward to seeing you, Bob Ike, Jay Pribman, Mark Ratsky, a number of folks up at Santa Anita today. We're going to be honoring a very, very special guy, Mike Martin. Roger Stein used to describe him as the, C- the CHRB spin doctor. He's been handling public relations for the CHRB for a long time now. I just can't imagine anybody doing a better job with it over these many years than Mike. He had a grounding in the game, having worked for daily racing for him for so long, had a lot of good contacts, was always fair uh, as a columnist and everything else. Really looking forward to uh, to raising a glass to Mike Martin today after the races. Mike Martin, Martin is a terrific guy. As far as information, you'd ask him for information regarding things happening yep. with the CTBA or CHRB. He'd get you the straight facts. You know, wouldn't sugarcoat things. He'd tell you the truth. And that's all you need to know. You know, when, when you're trying to find out information, that's what you need. Uh, just a, a, a great guy who's been an asset to the industry for a long, long time. Yep. I'm, even though he's retiring, I know he's still going to help out a little bit. So we'll still see his name once in a while, which is great. Well, if there's any fires to be put out, they've got his number on speed dial. I will guarantee you that. And he has been needed, as we know, John, over the years. You know, we've had some commissioners come in and on occasion maybe a little wet behind the ears and eager beaverish and so forth, wanting to become a, a key off-the-record source and that sort of thing. And, and Mike has just been the glue, that steady rudder. I cannot imagine a, a, a more qualified, a better person uh, than Mike over the years. You know, the thing Mike, the, about it is that Mike Martin had credibility with the industry, so you could trust him. And that is so important that, uh, you know, he's been around, he understands the game, and you know when he's telling you something, he's got some knowledge about it. And that credibility is very, very hard to replace. It is. Now, look, let's, let's talk cowbreds. Uh, obviously, a lot going on regarding the breeding industry, the racing situation, everything else. We had a big upset on Friday, and this is a race that has really gone under the wire, be, uh, I mean, under the radar, because, you know, it wasn't a stake. It was a $75,000, we'll call it classified allowance. And uh, Sal Naranjo, the trainer of See Through It, 18 to 1, John, in a five horse field. Got the money and got it easily, defeated the likes of Hopkins, who hadn't run since running a close fourth in the Dubai World Cup, uh, and CZ Rocket, who's only made about $2.2 million for, uh, for Pete Miller, but see through it at 18 to 1, paid $38 to win. Uh, you know, <laughs> that was quite a story. A California bred by Curlin the Mischief out of the Chester House Mayor Crystal House. Bred in California by Ed Allred and owned by Bellico Racing LLC and Lisbeth Medina. Congratulations to the connections of See Through It. 
and I think he was originally claimed out of a maiden claimer for like $3,500. Off so Art Sherman. Think, Off yeah, Art you, Sherman. I think they're going through a little bit of a, of a run here. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, Hopkins was beat a length in the in the Golden Shaheen in Maidan City, and here comes yeah. Calbert. He threw it, rolling through, and he won. <laughs> Based at Los Alamitos, a seven-year-old gelding. Hats off to these guys. You know, and okay, Art and Doc Allred, they lost him out of a maiden 3,500 win. But you could have had him two or three races later, and somebody did for thirty two hundred. It's just amazing, yeah. And uh, I say congratulations to the owners, Bellico Racing and Elizabeth Medina. And the thing about it, uh, you, you say a seventy five thousand dollars purse, Mike, but with the Calvert owners premiums, they picked up an extra check of thirteen thousand five hundred dollars. Yep. <throat> the winners share all together fifty eight thousand five hundred dollars. That's like winning a $100,000 stake trade. Uh, that is, and, and that bonus is when a Calbred does it in open company, as See Through It uh, did, did on Friday. Congratulations. John, uh, a lot of things going on. I know you and Bob uh, touched upon the Eclipse Award of Merit. You know, our good friend Jay Pribman uh, got it last year, so well-deserved. And uh, this year, uh, I just want a, a tip of the cap to Tom Hammond. Uh, you know, Tom, to me, and I've never met him, but he's just one of those guys throughout the years, going back to the 84 Breeders' Cup at Hollywood Park, a guy who grew up in Kentucky, but when he's on screen, to me, he, he elevated our game. Every single time he's on camera, when he's on the set, when that red light goes on, the viewer knew this was something big league. And to me, that's the ultimate compliment. He never got in the way of the story. Just a consummate professional. So glad Tom Hammond's going to be recognized. Well, Mike, you know, these days we can click on a button on our computer. We can pick up any track in the country and watch the satellite feed of the races. But way back when, he had a show called The Winner's Circle. If you wanted to see the stakes races from around the country, you had to wait for this half-hour show. Every week you could see these horses run, and we couldn't find it otherwise. So uh, it was a great way for us as as young handicappers growing up learning about horses not only where we're based but around the country and uh you know tom was well spoken he was informed and it was just a great way to learn the game and he you know he did a lot of things behind the scenes with his production company uh you know again associated with the breeders cup right from the very start uh just did a tremendous job for over 50 years and uh mm-hmm. i'm really glad that he picks up an eclipse award and tom uh, I, I said consummate professional he's done a lot of things besides racing I mean, he was a regular network guy uh, with with the NFL for I think about twelve years or more. And he, did the, he did the Olympics too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I'm so glad he's going to be recognized. That's really the only uh, Eclipse Award of Merit winner that I that I care to discuss this morning. Unless you have some other thoughts. No, that works for me. Yeah. All right, John. Uh, let, let's go ahead and talk about uh, what's going on today at Santa Anita. Eight races, three of them on the grass. Situation normal. Yeah, I heard the, from Tom Quigley the grass course will be rated good to start the day. Let's hope the rain good. stays away and we can get this part in all the way through. Who do you like? Let's go to race number five today, Mike. In the fifth race, number seven, Matico, uh, was claimed away from trainer Paula Capestro last summer. Returns in that barn off the layoff today. He did his best work for Capestro. Likes the Santa Anita main track. There isn't a ton of speed in here. I think he gets a good pressing trip. 10-1 of the program, number 7, Matico, race 5, Santa Anita. Okay, John, and, uh, you know, we spoke with Dan Sanchez a few minutes ago from the South Point. Folks go up there, the Lindo Report, free of charge uh, if they stop by the race or the sports book there at the South Point. 
Yeah, absolutely. We're there every racing day in Southern California. On the days we're dark, like on Thursdays, I'll do a Gulfstream Park or another track that the, the, the people out there at the South Point want me to do. And uh, it's there every day for free. Pick it up right there at the counter at the South Point and fire away. John, we don't have much time at all, but I, I just wanted to get a quick comment uh, from you on the CHRB meeting this past Thursday. I know you were in tune with it, a, a momentous meeting, to put it mildly. Apparently, uh, it looks as though a decision is going to be made as to uh, what's going on with uh, the the allocation of race dates, who's going to be considered the host track for purposes of simulcast that simulcast wagering dollar uh, at the next meeting, which will be in March. And, you know, there's... There's so, so much to consider here. Let's face it, though, we're, we now are in officially a very dire situation with these purse overpayments that, that I've noted. And you were telling me on the phone this week, uh, your terminology, and I borrowed it earlier, unless there's something that, that we're not seeing in terms of a solution for purses, th- th- these overpayments, it's, it's approaching the specter of being uh, unrecoverable. I mean, we're talking massive amounts of money here, and and we know that the, right now the you know the national trend the, the handle's not going up, and we don't have any other sources of revenue to boost those purses. So you you just wanted you you know there's going to be some purse cuts and adjustments will have to be made. So we'll see what happens. But you know the thing about it, no no CHRB meeting for two months now till March. Yep. We still don't have dates signed. We've got to make decisions. Where's that money going to go? And Without a, a, a specific, detailed plan to, to try and keep racing going in Northern California, it's getting awful late. And, you know, without any idea what it's going to cost, right now, it just, you know, that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, well, that's why the uh, the entities, they being Delmar, First Racing, TOC, they're kind of laying it out there that, that we need a decision made by March. Uh, looking forward just at this year. John, always a pleasure. Good luck today. And uh, let's try and get lucky with the the one horse. Uh, no, it was Kristen Mohall, you said, right? Uh, no, Matiko, number seven, race five. Race five. And Anita. Okay, my pen stopped. Guys, if you have an extra pen in there, I'll take it. I'm not able, to, not able to mark anything down. Thanks so much, John. Take care. You got it. Good luck today. All right, we'll get down to Tell Say hello to Orlando Gutierrez. They had to cancel racing yesterday. Back up and running tonight in a nice pick six carryover, Orlando, of $29,856. You're exactly right, Mike. Good morning. Yeah, we're looking forward to that pick six carryover with the new money that's going to be uh, wagered today. The pool should be uh, around $100,000, maybe a little more. So a nice pick six for the host players to go after. It will get underway in race number four. Our first post is 5 p.m. Uh, race four will be at 6.14 p.m. We'll be uh, moving along nicely throughout the card. So the final race, race number nine, is at 8.16 p.m. Looking forward to a nice, clear evening of racing. Uh, if there is going to be rain, uh, it looks, gonna, looks like it's going to be a little bit uh, in the next hour or so, perhaps. Some, light, some little showers there. And then after, the races are done tonight around midnight. So it should be nice and clear for the uh, night racing program. Orlando, it's amazing. Yesterday, the rain was so localized. Talked to a lot of people coming up from San Diego, San Clemente, and they said it absolutely poured on the five till about, you know, you got up uh, uh, past uh, Anaheim and everything, to, and then it, it, it got better. But I know Los Alamitos, you guys took on a lot of rain late morning, mid-afternoon. Yeah, it was a very steady rain throughout. Um, 
I looked at the map, Mike, and, and from the uh, in Southern California, the two areas that looked like got the most rain were Steel Beach and Long Beach, and they're like right there. Next Unreal. To there. So, uh, yeah, we got a nice steady rain every time that it looked like it was going to clear. Nope, here it came again. Uh, you know, a few uh, an hour later. So I was at the track last night, and uh, it was still raining there uh, off and on. So I think the uh, for the safety of the, the horses, of course, safety of the riders. I think that the right decision was made. And, uh, you know, we can carry over the, uh, the $29,000 in the pick six to tonight. And tonight, looking nice and clear. Who's your best bet tonight? I'm going to go to race number eight, Mike. And uh, the, the barn of uh, Jimmy Glenn Jr. off to a nice start. Two wins already this meet from only six starters. In race eight, I'm going to go with the six. Drum major, 72 on the morning line. Uh, recovered from a, a little bit of a trouble start last out. That was the first out of this horse's career and finished a solid third, just barely missed second. I'm going to give him another shot from a similar post, hoping for a nice clean start at 7-2. I'm going to go with the six drum major, race number eight. Okay, eighth race number six, drum major. And you guys, uh, we've got our Eclipse Awards coming up real quick in South Florida. You've got your PCQHRA Awards uh, banquet this coming Friday. Yeah, this coming Friday, Friday night, we're going to celebrate the accomplishments of the horsemen, horsewomen, the trainers, uh, owners, breeders, everyone in the quarter horse industry here in California. Uh, of course, the leading uh, owners, uh, for example, in the quarter horse division at Allred, uh, in the thoroughbred division, Angela Aquino, uh, Juan Uranga, Battle Point Racing in the mixed breed, they'll be getting awards, uh, leading riders, Cruz Mendes. Uh, Edgar Payeras, Ricardo Ramirez, they'll all be recognized. Jose Flores for the second year in a row as the leading uh, quarter horse trainer. And, of course, then they'll be uh, the, the horses of the year. The top horses mixed division will each be unveiled on Friday night. That will happen in the finish line room. Uh, Los Alamitos will be uh, reporting it via our social media uh, handles on uh, who's winning, uh, who's getting all the awards. Uh, it should be a good night, a uh, very good night for the uh, for everyone involved in horse racing. It's always, uh, it's always exciting to see those big winners make it through, and it's always great to uh, reward those that support uh, racing at Los Alamitos Racing in California, Mike. Orlando, thank you so, so much, and uh, going to be up tonight, 7.52 Pacific. That's post time for race eight. Orlando says, let's make some money at 7 to 2 with number six, Drum Major. Have a great day and night. Thank you, Orlando. Thank you so much, Mike. Take our final time out this hour and a quick word about the CTBA Winter Mix Sale. It's going to be a week from this Tuesday, January 30th, at Fairplex Park. For more on the story, go to ctba.com. You can contact Loretta Vega there at the CTBA in Arcadia, establish a line of credit, get more information, and so on and so forth. This is Thoroughbred LA. We'll be right back with Millie Ball of XBTV. Just at Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon from Toyota of Orange. 
fans, the top jockeys, the top horses, they are all here at Santa Anita this winter. First post time on Sunday is at 12.30 p.m. and our main event is the $100,000 Astra Stakes for older fillies and mares at a marathon mile and one half on turf. Don't forget to join the party on all Fridays as we offer free parking and admission as well as $3 beers and $5 margaritas. And be sure to mark next Saturday, January 27th on the calendar as Gulfstream Park will host a tremendous day of racing highlighted by the $3 million Pegasus World Cup Invitational. Horse players, check out our new wagering menu that includes the traditional pick six with a $1 minimum and the $1 coast-to-coast pick five, which combines races from both Gulfstream Park and Santa Anita with a low 15% takeout. Additionally, our popular $3 all-turf pick three is back, and we've got bigger payouts with $1 trifectas and rolling pick threes. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call farm manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, HaluualohaGardenAndKitchen.com or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Live nighttime racing at Los Alamitos is in full swing every Saturday and Sunday with action-packed thoroughbred racing and thrilling quarter horse racing every night. And as always, Los Alamitos features night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours. Last Sunday night, the early pick four pool had a pool of over $190,000, while the late pick four had a pool of more than $160,000. And remember, Los Alamitos still offers the $10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. Our total pick six pools average over $60,000 each racing night. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos with luxury-filled indoor seating locations in the beautiful Vessels Club. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Burgard Sports Bar with a large wagering area and wall-to-wall big-screen TVs. We are all about the horse players. 
It's a new meet at Los Alamitos, but great racing is always here, Saturday and Sunday nights at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Hi, Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota. Whether you shop online at SouthBayToyota.com or in person, we'll make it easy for you to save time and money. South Bay Toyota is located just off the 405 freeway at Western Avenue where Torrance and Gardena meet. South Bay Toyota. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. This segment is brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at the Bit. And welcome back. Hour one, Thurbet LA. We don't have much time. Let's get up to the great race play sale at a Millie Ball on behalf of XPTV. Hey, Millie, first of all, congratulations. Tim Yachtin, your husband, nice maiden win yesterday at a mile and one-eighth on grass uh, with Sea Dancer, ridden by Frankie DeTori. Nice maiden win. Thank you very much. Yeah, Frankie said in the uh, paddock to me before he goes on. I'm going to lead him. I said, okay, I'll lead the pack, he said. So that's exactly what he did. He led the pack, and I said, you better hold on all the way to the wire. Well, yeah. he did. <laughs> well, I, I would never Frank, question Frankie in any <laughs> under any circumstances. How good is Maimon, the first-timer that Baffert unfurled yesterday? Got a 94 buyer in taking the first race. Uh, so, so impressive by seven and a half lengths. It was. And, you know, um, I doubted him just slightly because his two gate works that he'd had on XBTV, he'd broken very tardily, you know, and taken a while to get into stride. But mm. and I, I wrote in my notes, you know, we'll need at least six and a half. And, and that's the thing. I mean, once he got his feet underneath him, he was like a rocket ship and he kept going. So yeah. he's only more exciting down the road. No telling how good he was. I mentioned the interior uh, six furlong split, 109 flat. Yeah. And six and a half and one fifteen and two. Boy, that was some kind of awesome. Millie, that's behind us. What's in front of us? Uh, we're back on the grass. No problem. Eight races today. We tee it up at 1230. Where do you want to go? I'm going to go to the third race, and I'm going to go with Bandwagon in there. He's two to one. Not the favorite. Uh, for Phil Diamato, three, uh, three or Colts. I just thought, you know, his race last time out was pretty strong. Uh, a guy named Joe came back to win off of that race. He's had plenty of time uh, to recuperate from that tough effort. So I like him. I just think he's an improving three-year-old cult for the D-Motto bomb. Millie, always a pleasure. Stay dry today. Thanks for your time. Thank you. 
Millie Ball on behalf of XBTV, and if you want to look at all the workouts, horses in today and more, go to XBTV.com. Uh, Toby Terrell of Winner's Card, you're running the anchor lap. Where do you want to go? Let's go to the seventh race uh, here, Mike. And uh, I was asking a buddy of mine, when uh, was the last time Judmont had a big horse out here? Arrogate came to his mind. Well, not going to quite go there, but it's good to see, uh, I think, a talented horse in race seven named Chocard uh, show up in a spot that he really should handle this field. Number six, Chocard, a homebred, Judmont. Juan Hernandez with the assignment for Mr. Bob Baffert and uh, got the respect of John White, two-to-one favorite on the morning line, and uh, four first-time starters in here, and some pricey ones at that. Folks, the best $5 you're going to spend going to the races, that's winner's card, the yellow sheet by Toby Terrell. You can also get it online at casetherace.com. Have a great day. Thank you, Toby. Okay, Mike. All right, uh, as advertised, we're going to be uh, going to Janine Sahadi right at the top of the hour. Folks, don't go away. We're kind of speeding things up. Got a lot to discuss with Janine. Just minutes away, Janine Sahadi on behalf of the Eddie Gregson Foundation and more straight ahead. a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA30, its owners or management. Angels Radio AMA30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimo's Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimo's You'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Hey, everybody, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family-owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better 24-7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena, and greater L.A. area for more than three decades. Call now at 626 8-6455. Mention Thoroughbred LA Radio and save 10% off your total invoice. Western Rooter, the best in the West. Fans, the top jockeys, the top horses, they are all here at Santa Anita this winter. First post time on Sunday is at 12.30 p.m. And our main event is the $100,000 Astra Stakes for older fillies and mares at a marathon mile and one half on turf. Don't forget to join the party on all Fridays as we offer free parking and admission as well as $3 beers and $5 margaritas. And be sure to mark next Saturday, January 27th on the calendar as Gulfstream Park will host a tremendous day of racing highlighted by the $3 million Pegasus World Cup Invitational. Horse players, check out our new wagering menu that includes the traditional pick six with a $1 minimum and the $1 coast-to-coast pick five, which combines races from both Gulfstream Park and Santa Anita with a low 15% takeout. Additionally, our popular $3 all-turf pick three is back, and we've got bigger payouts with $1 trifectas and rolling pick threes. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, 
visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Live nighttime racing at Los Alamitos is in full swing every Saturday and Sunday with action-packed thoroughbred racing and thrilling quarter horse racing every night. And as always, Los Alamitos features night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours. Last Sunday night, the early pick four pool had a pool of over $190,000, while the late pick four had a pool of more than $160,000. And remember, Los Alamitos still offers the $10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. Our total pick six pools average over $60,000 each racing night. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos with luxury-filled indoor seating locations in the beautiful Vessels Club. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Burgard Sports Bar with a large wagering area and wall-to-wall big-screen TVs. We are all about the horse players. It's a new meet at Los Alamitos, but great racing is always here. Saturday and Sunday nights at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800 or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread.
Well, it's great to have you with us. Hour two, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. And uh, my thanks to Elise Diaz and and uh, Jake Rich inside here for making things happen. We mentioned we got a lot to talk about. Indeed, we do. Let's get to the phones. And we're getting down to Del Mar thereabouts and say hello to a longtime friend and a lady who uh, more than has made her mark in the thoroughbred industry. In fact, she's a two-time Breeders' Cup Sprint uh, Champion winning trainer back in 1996 up at Woodbine with Lee to Justice. Came back again with Corey Nakatani in 1997 at Hollywood Park with Elmhurst, and I'm happy to report I was there at a $35.20 win mutual. Uh, she won the grade one Shoemaker Mile with a horse she called the best she ever trained. Horse by the name of Fastness. Janine Sahadi won the 2000 uh, Santa Anita Derby with a horse by the name of The Deputy, ridden to victory by Chris McCarron. She is steeped with experience in this business, and I, I, I like to hear what she has to say. That doesn't mean we always agree. Uh, her husband was Fred Sahadi, uh, a major real estate developer here in the state of California, owned horses for many years with the legendary Charlie Whittingham. Fred Sahadi, for those who don't know, he also built all the this, this sales pavilion, all those big, beautiful barns out at Fairplex Park. Uh, Janine Sahadi, good morning. Great to have you with us. And I said uh, last hour, you're coming here this morning really on behalf of the Edwin J. Gregson Foundation. You're the president, and you guys have done some great work over the years, but we got a lot to discuss. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm fine. I, I do want to correct you on one thing, though. Uh-oh. Fred is not my husband. I, didn't I say father? You said husband. Well, that's a major, major mistake, and that would open up a big can of worms there. No, Fred Sahadi, your father. I'm sorry, Janine. Yes, and he's he's actually well. Going to be 89. Still with us. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Up in Northern California. Okay. Uh, Funny, oddly enough, uh, Northern California. Well... Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, Janine, it's great to have you here. First of all, uh, talk about the Evan J. Gregson Foundation... Uh, what you guys have done for so many kids, you know, whose whose parents have spent most of their lives on the backstretch, grooms, hot walkers, and so on. You've put a lot of people via scholarships from the Gregson Foundation uh, at major universities, and they've gotten degrees and been able to realize the American dream. Yeah, it's something that... Uh you know, I personally and the entire board are very proud of. Uh, it's taken us 24 years now to get to this point. Uh, we started out with very little funding, um, but over the years we've been able to uh, put some money in the bank, uh, you know, thanks to our board. Everybody works uh, gratis, makes their contributions. Uh, most of 99% of what comes in goes out. Uh, so that's something that we're very proud of. But the, the crux of what we do is the scholarships. I'm thrilled to say we just gave over. We hit the $2 million mark uh, in uh, scholarship monies given away, and we have our first doctor, and we have mechanics and chefs and awesome. architects and dental assistants. And, um, yeah, and, and in addition to, you know, we, we really try to focus also on a lot of the social programs, uh, whether it's soccer tournaments or food trucks or tax preparation. Um, uh, you know, we, we try to, if there's a need, we try to fill the need, provide a service uh, with 
very little fanfare. We can pivot very quickly, uh, and 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 you know we'll, we're not beholden to anybody, so we can kind of do what we want. Yeah. If something comes up, uh, we're able to uh, make a change, uh, implement a program very quickly. So that is has been a, a big selling point, especially you know in the last few years um, with all of the with all of the issues that are, have been going on. And that's where we're going now. I know uh, you've heard me rant and rave, and uh, we've had you on in the past, and you, you're you're in print on record stating what I've been stating, and I'm, I'm getting more and more vociferous because I just can't take it anymore. The glaring lack of advocacy, and, and I mean forthright advocacy for this game, for what it's meant to so many tens of thousands of people the majority of whom happen to be Hispanic in this day and age, and the fact that we just take all these cheap shots and everything, and, and, and we we're nuanced in our responses to some of this extreme animal rights nonsense, I know it drives you crazy as well, but uh, Janine, we've reached a point now, I know you were in tune with the, uh, the CHRB meeting this past Thursday, uh, things appear to be dire with these purse overpayments, I mean, what are your observations, suggestions, thoughts? Well, you know, having I was the president of the Trainers Association for eight years, uh, obviously. A board CTT? CTT, California Thoroughbred yeah. Trainers. Not Southern California Thoroughbred Trainers, but California Thoroughbred Trainers. Uh, shocking to me that there was no representation at the CHOB meeting the other day. Uh, but... That, that's another issue. So, yeah, I have listened to or attended California Horse Racing Board meetings for you know, the better part of 35 years. Uh, I spoke on behalf of the trainers many years ago when I was involved, and I try to stay very, uh, you know, interested in all of the issues put forth, uh, you know, at these meetings. Uh, the problem that I have is that, you know, we never have a plan. We, when I say we, I mean all of us, but namely leadership. We are never proactive. We are only reactive. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, we allow the vitriol and all of the nonsense to get to the point of no return before we look around and go, oh my gosh, right? So I, 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 I'm stunned. I listened to every word of that meeting the other day, uh, and it, it, it basically started, as you say, with a very dire warning uh, from representatives from the from Santa Anita, Del Mar, and uh, the I guess his title is the executive director of the Thoroughbred uh, of Cal- the TOC Thoroughbred Owners of California, not the Thoroughbred Owners of Southern California. They represent. You know everybody in the state, um, and it felt a little—it felt a little uh, dirty, to be honest with you. Uh, I recognize that the situation is is dire, but I, I don't see how that's the fault of the actors and the players in Northern California, who had no—I mean, no one had any warning that Golden Gate was closing. Uh, I think it was leaked, and and it came out, uh, so it wasn't. At least with Hollywood Park's closure, we knew it was coming. This happened on a dime very quickly. 
and I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how everybody was supposed to be able to come up with a plan. I, I know it's been a few months now. Th- yeah, this this came out July sixteenth. The news, you know. I, I understand that, but do you, do you think that six months is um, ample time to try to come up with a? First of all, money is involved. It, it just felt um, it felt gross to me that we're saying if you don't do this right, have the money from the north end up down in the south. The south is going to suffer more purse cut. It, it just felt it felt for me it didn't feel good. Well, then you compound the, the, uh, Commissioner Mitchell, uh, who is a well-known uh, environmentalist political hack, basically, uh, her diatribe uh, and her line of questioning to the CARF director, that felt gross. Um, major props to Commissioner Castellanos. He really he really uh, was a powerful voice, I think. But then you had the executive director, Scott Cheney. I mean, it was a very defeatist line of questioning. He basically was... I, they're supposed to represent everyone. It's not their board. Scott Cheney at one point said it was my, he goes, it's my board. Like, I have to report back to my board members. It's the people's board. Everybody's entitled to a voice. You know, the Northern California situation, for, there was no representation from the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. Not one person got up to speak on behalf of the trainers or the California breeders. There's a huge breeding population, farms, small, larger. Uh, the breeding population and the California, you know, the, the CalBred program, yep. is a major part of... Well, and Janine, the, the breeding program, I mean, this is a, a major, major concern. There's no question. However, I, I'm going to read from a John Shervis story in the LA Times, Janine, um, it, it is dire, the, the situation. It, there's no question, and I said in hour one, I feel so bad for the Northern California horse, horsemen and women who, through no fault of their own, they've been doing everything they're supposed to be doing in a forthright manner, and they've done all they can do to, to keep field size respectable at Golden Gate Fields over the last seven, eight years. But this is deep and sure of a story. Uh, Bill Nader, who I, Jenny, you may disagree, I thought he was very articulate on behalf of the TOC. He's the chief executive. Reading from uh, Sherva's story says, pointed out the sobering statistics that Santa Anita entered into this year with a $4 million purse overpayment. The term represents the shortfall in revenue to fund purse money based on a reduction in the amount of money bet on races and other related revenue sources. He went on to point out that despite the purse cuts, the overpayment at Santa Anita will reach between 5 and $6 million after the first half of 2024. Had to cough there. Last year, Delmar uh, had a $2.1 million overpayment. If there is no additional revenue, both Santa Anita and Delmar will likely cut purses again this year. Last graph, the revenue from the diversion of Northern California ADW, account deposit wagering, <coughs> pardon me, and simulcast funds to Santa Anita, Delmar, and Los Alamitos would add, pardon me, about $8.5 million to purses, Nader told the Times. It would only stabilize the current purse structure, not increase it. I mean, the, 
the numbers are are stark, Janine, and I know <coughs> six months is not a lot of time at all. That said, Larry Schwartzlander, the head of Carf, he had no estimates. He he had no blueprint, and meantime, the sand's running through the glass. I feel bad. I I, I don't know which way to go. I know it's gonna it's gonna be super tough on the breeding industry, Janine. But I, I just I don't have any answers. We got to try and get purses up. But how do we do it? Well, there again, I am not in a position of leadership. I'm just an observer, right? But there has been there needs to we need to get to a point where everybody has a voice and everybody lends an opinion. I don't know whether or not this can be fixed, but I know one thing. This didn't just happen overnight. No. And I, 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 I do agree with you. I think that Mr. Nader's presentation was very sobering and very forthright. But I also know that it's not the fault of the people in Northern California. To, to <clears throat> this was They didn't create this. Leadership created this. I don't know how we got to this point. I was not aware. I knew that there were overpayments. But why were we not aware of the overpayments? We didn't get to very good question. Very good question. In in the span of six weeks. So there has to be some level of transparency across the board. And if we know we're heading into a situation, I mean, why weren't we informed about this? And I say we, it has nothing to do with me. But, you know, we didn't just get the six point one million in an overpayment overnight. That that isn't that came that has been accrued over time. Yeah. So, you know, I I don't I just don't like the way it feels when we are saying to the north, you know, if you don't uh, you know acquiesce and agree to this, I know a lot of these people in Northern California. There's a lot of breeders up in Northern California. Forty percent of the races in this in this state are made up of calbred races. So for there not to be any breeding, you know, CTBA representation, that was a glaring oversight to me. The trainers in Northern California are just as important as the trainers in the South. So for there not to be any, for there was no, you know, CTT voice, everybody needs to collectively be involved. And I don't think, I don't think that that's the case. I don't know how to fix it. All I know is that this has been coming for a long time. We have done nothing to combat misinformation, flat-out lies. It started to get bad in 2019 when we decided that we were going to annihilate Jerry Hollendorfer, right? Jerry Hollendorfer, we blamed him for everything. What happened in 2019 wasn't Jerry Hollendorfer's fault. Everybody in this industry collectively played a part and what went on in 2019. Jerry Hollendorfer wasn't the only person who had horses break down. Did he have more? Sure he did. But if, I'm, if I remember properly, I think there were almost 40 horses in 2019. we got to move past that. The trainers have behaved very admirably, in my opinion. Stop treating them like children. Everybody needs to be involved in trying to come to a resolution for this. I don't I'm not saying that I know how to do it, but I know that when you alienate certain parts of the industry and don't include them in the conversation, it's not going to end well. 
people are making leadership, are making decisions behind closed doors, and they're also privy to information that the general population isn't privy to. Not saying it's right or wrong, but collectively, if everybody doesn't get together and try to figure out a way to solve this, we're not getting sports wagering. We're just not. I mean, you know, I, I don't, I don't. And, and that that could be an elixir for purses. But Janine, it's been discussed by all the principals as well. I mean, the Indian gaming lobby. You saw what happened with the two ballot propositions. Um, that said, I don't think we had much of a game plan with them as an industry, but the Indian gaming, their lobby, if if they're going to oppose it, us getting it, 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 our chances are bleak of ever getting it. You know that, Janine. Well, yes, absolutely. We have no allies, basically. California doesn't have any allies in this industry. Um, so while other states are benefiting from all kinds of you know, additional monies through sports wagering, all the rest of that. Do I think we've done a great job of, um, you know, for, for instance, when we had Proposition 26 and 27 that were on the uh, on the bills in, what was it, 2020? Not that long ago. Yeah, 2020, right. I think. Yep. I'm watching, I'm watching, every day, I'm watching the Indian commercials, right? And they are powerful i mean they were really good and i'm asking a lot of people like are we gonna are we gonna disseminate any information as to how we should vote on this issue are you going to reach out to all of the constituents i mean you think of all the people in this state that are involved in the thoroughbred industry yeah i I understand that janine but you just made my point we're never going to overcome the kind of ad campaigns that they are able to put on to oppose anything, even in subtle ways, as they're they're going to do every single time, some revenue is going to be diverted to us. It's just it, it's just a fact of life here, unless there's some really highly placed advocacy, which as yet has not surfaced. Well, I'll go back to another another point very quickly. I always said all we do is react; we are never proactive. Some lunatic in Berkeley, some woman, I listened to the Berkeley City Council meeting the other day. God bless you. Yeah, I won't get that time back. Uh, it, it was it was chaos, right? You had the Palestinian flags and the yeah. people in Berkeley demanding a ceasefire. The People's then, Republic of Berkeley. Yeah. Whatever. Buried in the middle of the meeting was some woman, blonde hair, the author of a bill to stop horse racing because animals were confined to a stall yeah. for 23 hours. Now, how that even got... I mean, I've never heard of such a thing. Um, well, that came out of the ether last summer. I've talked about it on air, Janine. Uh, that's I know. that's it, something it, else that it, probably somebody needs to drill down on. Right, but we don't even know... I heard the woman say to me... I heard the woman at the meeting say... Um, as long as Golden Gate closes in June, I am going to table this bill. What does that mean? Does that mean, is that, will that bill be voted on in November? It's almost February. I've been told it's very likely to be on the ballot up there, and if it is, it'll probably pass. It'll be a moot point if Golden Gate, you know, is going away as scheduled in June. My problem, Janine, is it's, it's like we're sitting here talking over a cup of coffee. My problem is, if it passes, as expected, if it's on the ballot, 
it'll be marched right down here or, you know, to a racetrack near you around the country. It's insane. That's why you got to push back forcefully. You know, if you allow these idiots to control the narrative, sooner or later it begins to 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 germinate and and people think it's it's truth and it's not. It's it's just beyond again I get back to the lack of ad- advocacy, Janine. I really do. But we have done this to ourselves. The industry as a whole has allowed for misinformation, flat-out lies. The record is never corrected. We never push back on on the narrative. The narrative seems to be uh, racing is bad, trainers are bad, trainers are juicers. I, I just watched the chairman of the jockey club do a 60 minutes, did a sit down, right, with the, with 60 minutes. And I mean, it was, it was a hit piece. It was dirty. And then we turn around and award him an a, a, a hit piece on our game, correct? Uh, well, uh, I think it was, yeah, it was about as awful as awful could be. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, uh, they, Lisa Lazarus was another one. She was on there, the head of HISA. That's a whole nother yeah. can of worms. I, I did hear Lisa Lazarus at one point call uh, some uh, grooms specifically that had had, that were on meth. She called them less expensive workers. I don't know what that means. A less expensive I, I don't like the sound of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. But there again, language matters. Yes, that it does. Matter. So we've allowed this to continue. And if you if you go against the narrative, I wrote an op-ed a couple almost two years ago now. Never ever in my life did I. I think that the the publication ran the op-ed. I sent it to three. I think the publication almost ran the narrative, knowing the op-ed, knowing that I would be attacked. I mean, that's where we are. So mm-hmm. the media is complicit in all of this too. Most of the media. There are some who tell the truth, but if you call out, now social media has has you know created a whole nother can of worms. So um, you know, I know that there are crisis management teams that work within racing within California. Uh, I, I think we're probably in crisis mode. Uh, I just don't know if yeah. they're aware of what the actual crises are. Hey, hey Janine, our time is basically up. A couple of things before we bid adieu. Uh, sincere apologies to your dad, not your husband, Fred Saadi. I don't know how I did that. Uh, That's all right. I also meant to point out your family for many years operated Cardiff Stud Farm. You know, up on the the central coast. Uh, you, you know, you're a person who's been in this game a long time. You did, however, Janine, and I, you know, you, you can be a little bit of a bomb thrower. You you made kind of a disparaging remark about a C, CHRB commissioner. I got in trouble here a few years ago for that. I I wanted to let it go, but I also want to point out that that's your opinion, not mine. So for the record, I want to get that out there, Janine. Everything that I say is 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 my opinion. You'd be surprised. Uh, you're exactly right. We still have a First Amendment. But I don't know. It's it's getting a little bit shaky, Janine. Well, I, I I wasn't on the coastal commission, and I wasn't forced to resign. I mean, it was in the it, it's in it's in the it's in the public purview. I mean, she's been fine. So, I mean, all you have to do is research her name, Janine Sahadi. 
Thank you so much. Uh, I, I appreciate you. You know, Eddie told me, he said, she'll speak her mind. She doesn't hold back. And, and Eddie D, as always, most all the time, he's correct. Janine, really value your friendship and uh, hope to see you up in Santa Anita soon. Thank you so much for your thoughts. My pleasure. Have a great day. You do the same. We'll close this segment out with uh, private clocker Andy Harrington of nationalturf.com. Hey, Andy, good morning. Hey. I hate to sound like... Uh, like Goober Pile. Hey, Andy. Uh, anyway, uh, I think you wanted to go to the fourth race today? Uh, yeah, it's a maiden race, and uh, hopefully that's uh, something I have some insight on. Uh, the three-horse here, Sneaking Candy from the Mike Pipey Barn. Um, they tried this horse at seven furlongs first time out. Um, it ran an even race. It's always trained well. It trained well right out of the race. Mike Smith comes back on the horse. Um, and I think, you know, uh, having a race under about uh, seven furlongs first out is difficult for almost any horse. It might be the most difficult distance. And uh, I think this horse would be fit and move forward off that and go over the top of some of these horses which were in front of it in its mm-hmm. debut. Um, five to one, It's uh, I think you'll get all of that. There's a, a $1.7 million horse from the John Sadler Barn, Prosper, who's got a lot of speed. And there's some other horses with decent form. So I think the five to one will hold up. Okay, terrific. We'll take that in the six-horse field, and that's leg two in today's $1 pick six because we've got eight races, pick six races, three through eight. Tell us about nationalturf.com. What's there? Just shoot over to nationalturf.com. There's a workout report where I give grades on all the horses that I've seen and uh, give you a good, bad, and indifferent, and maybe uh, you know, maybe get you off some losers and point you <laughs> to some winners, especially in some of these uh, – these rolling, uh, rolling tight bets where you're sometimes just adding and subtracting to keep the ticket uh, manageable. Andy, always a pleasure. Thank you, sir. All right, brother. Thank you. All right, we're going to step aside. Coming back strong with Bruce Finkelstein. Boy, he had a big, big winner for his clients last Sunday. Bob Mazursky is going to be joining us, and he's going to be at the Great Race pl- Place today. Toby Callett, Jonathan Hardoon on the horizon. This is Thoroughbred LA on Angels Radio and on the Angels Radio app. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five-furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks, too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, HalualohaGardenAndKitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. 
Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Le Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated, luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out at the gate, Fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle Skimos Kona coffee. Uncle Skimos, you'll be glad you did. Welcome back. Hour two, Thurbin, Los Angeles. And uh, folks, let's get to the phones. Get up to Las Vegas, Nevada. Say hello to Bruce Finkelstein on behalf of BetOnBruce.com. Hey, Bruce, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How's it going? Good. Hey, great job for your customers. Your your full card best bet option last Sunday. A horse by the name of Sham Rockin', uh, I believe, ridden by Giovanni Franco. Is that correct? I have to go back. I, anyway, I think you're right. I think you're right. Let me go check. The, go the mutual was one eleven eighty, and uh, the two dollar exact uh, five hundred sixty dollars. The one dollar trifecta six hundred and sixty seven dollars. That was on a $6 play. I actually ran into a guy uh, in Glendora Friday night, and he had Shamrockin', the $2 win bet, and he had the $2 exacta. He invested like a total of $7. He said, you know, I made almost 700 He could not believe it. Bruce, I know your customers might have been saying the same thing. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. And by the way, the rider was Armando. I use so, yeah. There you go. Uh, rallied from off the pace, you know. Uh, I will also tip my cat to Santa Anita and HRTV. I like to work a half-mile workout this horse had coming into the race where they, Mike, you saw that she rallied from off the pace. Well, in that workout, she was a few lengths back down the backstretch, and I really liked the turn of foot, the way she caught the front runner. Yeah, she was urged along a little bit, but mm. she also had some kind of uh, interesting, uh, she had been stable at Dixie Downs. We know sometimes in, in Utah, training center, I'm not saying this horse ran in unrecognized races, but you know it was kind of hidden over there. Kind of went back and forth from Dixie Downs to Southern California. There was a good work in there. The trainer Paul Aguirre, kind of an under the radar KG uh, trainer for many years. Uh, it all kind of uh, put together. I was shocked. Believe me, I was shocked that we got 111 dollars on that horse. Yeah, Paul's great guy, good trainer, and UCLA alum. Hell of a basketball player in his own right too. Um, he can train. Anyway, uh, congratulations, Bruce. That that is absolutely huge. Good news today. We're running eight races, and we're you know we're on the grass. Apparently, it's going to be listed as good. Uh, somebody quoted Tom Quigley to that effect. So uh, hey, you know, looking forward to the card today. Pick six races three through eight. I mentioned earlier, worth a, another mention, uh, that one dollar coast to coast pick five with the low fifteen percent takeout. Uh, Three winning tickets yesterday. That's Gulfstream and Santa Anita, five races. And that paid for a $3 ticket, uh, $221.55. 
There was a was, was I think there was. A I'm sorry. The, the payoff. I, I, I'm wrong about that. The payoff was sixty two thousand seven sixty six twenty. The total pool was two twenty one. So the, yes. each payoff three tickets sixty two thousand seven sixty six. I got that wrong. You know, you get one bomb in that sequence, which I believe there was right at uh, Gulfstream Park. I think there was a huge price in there, and that just, you know, with the with the higher minimums, uh, it makes it hard for people to spread, spread, spread. So that's why I'm an advocate of a little bit of the higher minimums. I think mm-hmm. that that creates those jackpots, you know, where people can't afford to spread in all the races. And it's real, it, you know, that's the way you're really supposed to gamble, right? You're not supposed to be able to spread in four races and, and you know, uh, and, and catch a big price. It, it really dilutes the pool. I like the higher minimums. Look, when we started with pick threes way back in, what, the late 80s? $3. $3 minimum. Yeah. It was a $3 minimum, and nobody complained back then. I kind of like the idea of we're going kind of back to that, Mike, where we're we're upping the minimums. You don't have to be $3, but up it to a dollar. Up, you know, yeah. Maybe the exactties need to be $2 going forward. Yeah. The tries have been a dollar. You know, the minimums are still low. Uh, you know, we have the, the dollar's not worth what it used to be. I think the minimums need to be, you know, jacked up just a little bit, Mike. Totally agree. Hey, let's get to Golden Gate. We'll start there and work our way south. Let's go to the last race because I know there's a lot of players of the uh, Golden Hour plays, and that's another good wager with, with a low takeout. Let's go to the eighth. Yes, these are bottom level claimers at Golden Gate for 3,200. Check the distance. We're only going five eighths of a mile. Does somebody have a pace advantage in this race? I think I think so. It's the ex Southern California runner, the seven forty G, who now is in the Wayne Baker barn. Um, this horse broke maiden in its second start at Golden Gate. Very game win, Mike, at five furlongs today's distance on the front end. I thought he gave a decent account of himself at five and a half. He took a whole lot of heat last time out. He hung around till mid stretch, faded a little at the end to finish fourth. He drops, uh, kind of drops a level, probably similar level uh, today. But from his outside post here, I think he could shake free. And at 5'8", he could be very tough to catch. So in the eighth race, let's go with the 740G listed at 8-1 to one on the morning line. And post time at Golden Gate for the eighth, 428 Pacific. And uh, what about the eight race card down here? Let's go to the fifth race, Mike. This is kind of a neat $10,000 claiming race. A lot of horses kind of coming from all corners in here. Interesting horse for me is the four, Sol Del Sur. He ran under these conditions at Del Mar. He ran in a 10,000 sprint back in early September. That is the race I'm betting him off of. He ran on a day where the outside lanes had a definite advantage. You wanted to be closing that day. This horse ran into the teeth of the bias, showing speed on the inside. It ended up running a decent third. The first two finishers both came back to win. Duop Dom and Top Ten Tommy was really gotten good. Then a couple of subpar races going long, one at Del Mar, one at Losal. Uh, back spring again today. I think he wants to sprint, and he gets a major upgrade to the meet's leading trainer, one of the co-meet uh, uh, leading trainer, Mark Glatt. I think that could help, help out also. Uh, six to one on the morning line. Let's look for this horse to be effective in the sprint race. That's the four Soul Del Sur. And tell us about betonbruce.com. What's there? Full card analysis at Santa Anita. Late races from Gulfstream. We also have a late pick four today from Golden Gate on the best bets. Also, audio is included with the best bets at Santa Anita and full card. So check it out at betonbruce.com.
Bruce, always a pleasure. Thanks so much. Take care, Mike. All right, uh, Bob Mazursky, we'll welcome him aboard and looking forward to seeing Bob uh, at Santa Anita today. Hey, Bob, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Good. Before we get a selection, you, you know, you, you worked with uh, Mike Martin uh, alongside in the press box. You know, he worked at the Herald. You were at the Herald. Then he went to Daily Racing for him. Uh, just such a breadth of experience uh, in Southern California, in L.A., He's a guy that, that he's just tied on. He knows people. He's liked. He's respected. I personally can't say enough about the job he's done for the CHRB. Yeah, no doubt about it. He's been a great asset to them. He's done a great job. It's not an easy job, obviously. But he's done it very, very well for all these years. So uh, it's a well-deserved retirement for him. Yeah, looking forward to seeing you out here. All right, let's let's uh, let's get to it. Can we make some money today, Bob? I'm going to go to the last race of the day. I like number one, Etheric, coming into California for Jonathan Thomas, who's a very sharp trainer. I think she's much better on the grass. I think a mile and a quarter will be right up her alley, so I like the number one horse in race race eight, Etheric. Etheric with uh, Kazushi Kimura, uh, a very talented jock. It just just hasn't been many many live horses to go around, Bob, uh, uh, hoping that he can kind of catch on here. No, no doubt, because he certainly could ride. He showed that last year when he rode here during the winter. So, yeah, it's just uh, you got to get the opportunities, and if they come, he'll, he'll come through, I'm sure. Came up a nose short on a long shot uh, named Mandarin Hero in the Santa Anita Derby. Anyway, today, Bob Mazursky says it's number one, Etheric, trained by Jonathan Thomas, ridden by Kazushi Kimura. Eighth and final today at Santa Anita. We'll see you at the races, Bob. All right, Mike. Take care. Okay, we'll step aside one final time this morning. Coming back strong, heading to South Florida with Toby Cowlett. They got a full menu down there, and then take two with Jonathan Hardoon. Don't go away. Angels Radio, AM eight thirty. Fans, the top jockeys, the top horses, they are all here at Santa Anita this winter. First post time on Sunday is at 12.30 p.m. And our main event is the $100,000 Astra Stakes for older fillies and mares at a marathon mile and one half on turf. Don't forget to join the party on all Fridays as we offer free parking and admission as well as $3 beers and $5 margaritas. And be sure to mark next Saturday, January 27th on the calendar as Gulfstream Park will host a tremendous day of racing highlighted by the $3 million Pegasus World Cup Invitational. Horse players, check out our new wagering menu that includes the traditional pick six with a $1 minimum and the $1 coast-to-coast pick five, which combines races from both Gulfstream Park and Santa Anita with a low 15% takeout. Additionally, our popular $3 all-turf pick three is back, and we've got bigger payouts with $1 trifectas and rolling pick threes. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's 
steam olives is as state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Live nighttime racing at Los Alamitos is in full swing every Saturday and Sunday with action-packed thoroughbred racing and thrilling quarter horse racing every night. And as always, Los Alamitos features night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours. Last Sunday night, the early pick four pool had a pool of over $190,000, while the late pick four had a pool of more than $160,000. And remember, Los Alamitos still offers the $10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. Our total pick six pools average over $60,000 each racing night. Enjoy the best of big-time simulcast racing at Los Alamitos with luxury-filled indoor seating locations in the beautiful Vessels Club. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Burgard Sports Bar with a large wagering area and wall-to-wall big-screen TVs. We are all about the horse players. It's a new meet at Los Alamitos, but great racing is always here Saturday and Sunday nights at Los Alamitos Racecourse. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, HaluualohaGardenAndKitchen.com or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. This segment is brought to you by The Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at The Bit. Welcome back. Final segment, Thoroughbred Los Angeles, taking care of business. Let's get down to South Florida and say hello to Toby Callett. Hey, Toby, good morning. I understand you got uh, good weather, solid conditions. Everything is fine. Fast and firm and fast. All good. And uh, 
I heard earlier in the show where Jonathan Hardoon gave out the ninth race today. Uh, that's one of the races on the Coast to Coast Pick 5. I'm going to take you to the eighth race today and uh, maybe help you get uh, the folks out there get two uh, pieces of the Pick 5 uh, uh, help uh, from South Florida. In the eighth race, I like the one whose name is me and Mr. C. Uh, draws the rail today. I rather he has retained the call. I think that uh, he's going to get the right trip. Uh, the winner of this race last year is the five Roaring Forties, uh, where he was able to get a pretty good, uh, pretty easy pace. I don't know that the pace will be quite as easy for him today, but he is the definite main rival. The two Forever Super and the four Bopio would round out the gimmick. That's one five two four to slam the door on today's eight at Gulfstream Park. Okay, and race eight uh, set to go at three thirty six Eastern. And I got to say, Toby, field size again l- looks to be solid. Uh, they're at Goldstream Park. Yes. Uh, again, if you can't fill up the fields when so many people come down here uh, for the winter time, then uh, you know it's, uh, it, it, it would be a problem. But uh, no, the uh, the racing the racing has been good. Uh, you know, when they stay on the grass, uh, it, it, it's been a, a wonderful revenue stream for me, and I know the people that have had my stuff. Uh, so uh, we'll keep on keeping on, and hope that uh, more turf they run, and the more maiden turf yeah. they run the better it'll be for us. Exactly. Anyway, Toby Callis says, uh, eighth race today, Goldstream number one, me and Mr. C with that guy, Irad Ortiz Jr. Uh, tell us about the website, Toby. It's all Goldstream all the time. As you know, occasionally I'll come out your way uh, uh, for to play if we do get rained off the grass and things such as that. But it's all Goldstream all the time. And next week it's Pegasus, as I said to Bob Ike yesterday. Hopefully there'll be a few maiden turf races on the undercard mm-hmm. that we can build up our bankroll for the stuff that uh, none of us know anything about. Yeah, Pegasus uh, next Saturday at Goldstream should be a huge day. Uh, have a great afternoon, Toby. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. All right, take two with Jonathan Hardoon of the Rags and Sheets uh, joining us from Saratoga Springs. Hey, John. Hey, Mike. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> I'm cold. How are you? Good. Uh, sometimes you can be a little strong, but nothing will measure up to Janine for a while. That's for sure. Oh yeah, she was terrific, and uh, <laughs> she speaks her mind, and that, there's nothing wrong with that, Mike. She does, and been in the game. You know, I first met her in Hollywood Park publicity back '89, uh, I think it was, and uh, you know, she just she loves the business, and she obviously cares a lot, and she's in a position where she can speak her mind. Me, not so much a lot of the time, but we try and kind of walk a fine line. And you do a heck of a job at it, Mike. It's not easy to be in your situation, your position, and, uh, you know, I'm sure it gets frustrating for you a lot of times when you'd like to say things, but you bite your tongue and you bite yeah. your lip and you turn the page. Well, as a guy who's kind of been a small owner breeder, dating back to late 1984, had some success, had some failures, uh, where we're at today, uh, uh, John, I just got to say it, uh, quite frankly, it, it sickens me, as does the, the lack of ag- advocacy for our game from people in positions uh, who really could uh, advocate and I think be effective. That said, we need to make some money. Where are we going, John? All right, let's look at the third race today at Santa Anita, a mile and eighth on the turf. It's a maiden event, and I like the number five horse in here, Message of Hope. Uh, this is a three-year-old called from the uh, Richard Dutrow barn. One race back at Aqueduct in October, and this horse ran sneaky good in that race. Uh, the winner is a really nice horse. 
you know, Dutros takes his time with horses, and he does exceptionally well with these kind of horses off the layoffs. He's listed at five to one on the morning line. Frankie Dettori aboard to ride, and Dettori has worked him in the morning. First time, lay six, five to one on the morning line. Number five, Message of Hope, wins today's third race out at Santa Anita. Trained by your good friend Richard Dutrow, Message of Hope with Frankie, five to one in race three, number six. Uh, tell us about the website, J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Well, today we have Gulfstream and Santa Anita selections, unfortunately, with the candelations. Those are the only two tracks up, but, you know, listen, two's better than none. <laughs> yeah, well, you can kind of enjoy yourself, right? Kind of a slow day. Yeah. You take your time. You yeah. Some football, whatever you got to do. Now, listen, uh, speaking of Dutro, White Abario, winner of the Breeders' Cup Classic, uh, remains with us at Santa Anita, and uh, they're they're pointing to that twenty million dollar race uh, in Saudi Arabia. So uh, Detro's going to be in the news here real quick, like in a big way. Yeah, and he's smart to keep him in California, Mike. The trainers in New York have done nothing but complain about the Belmont training track. You know, you can't even train at Aqueduct. You can only train. At Belmont, the weather's been terrible. The track is deep and slow, unfortunately. Oh, really? I'm getting hurt. And yeah, that's not a good sign. So he was smart. Huh. You know, he's a terrific horseman, whatever you want to think. And uh, he's kept the wider barrio out in California, and it's certainly going to prove to be the right thing to do. Well, it, it worked out pretty good for him leading into the Breeders' Cup Classic. No question about that. I mean, he got out here early and paid some big, big yeah. dividends. Uh, on game day. Hey, John, uh, the music's coming on top of us. I guess that means we got to get out of here, you know. All right. I paid my tab. Uh, yeah. There you go. John, have a great day. We'll talk right. next week. Folks, hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Hope to see you at spectacular Santa Anita today. First post time, 1230. So long. Listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, brought to you by Little Joe's Fresh Mex and the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia. Great food and ice cold beer, seven days a week. The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Angels Radio AMA 30. KLAA, Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire, where Angels baseball lives. Check out the all-new Mighty Oath games this season. Enjoy tickets starting at just $19, limited edition merchandise, team store savings of up to 30% and more. Get your tickets now at AnaheimDucks.com slash take the oath. We all have someone we love, like the favorite lyric in our favorite song. You can't imagine life without them, so tell them today. I love you. Get screened. It could help save their life. Visit cancer.org slash get